My beloved in Jesus Christ our Lord, it is so good to see all of you here. I was just like, Deacon asked me, what do you think the services are going to be like? And I told him, well, I don't know. Might be a, I'm always kind of a, nah, it might be a little smaller this year. But look at you all. I love it. Thanks be to God. My birthday party, and by the way, I had a splendid birthday party. Thank you very much. My birthday was on a Sunday, and I had a great, great day, a wonderful meal, your wonderful and generous gifts that you have given, all of, uh, given me, and it's just, well, it was fantastic. The night before, we had a little personal birthday party, a family birthday party for me. I don't ever remember having party hats when I was little. I don't think we could afford them. And so I told Pondy Kelly for my birthday, when the family's here, and especially with the girls and, and little Gregory, I want party hats. And I want them little things you blow out and they, you know. And so Pondy Kelly went with, her mo- with the children's mother and the girls and Gregory went shopping for my party hats. And the girls picked out the hats that we were going to wear. So on Saturday evening after liturgy, when I went into the rectory, they were so excited for this party. They were just shaking with joy and screaming to me, Happy birthday, Zeto! And the youngest daughter, she had her hands stretched out and she was saying to her top of her voice, Happy birthday, Zeto! To the point she was just trembling. What zeal she had. Now, you take that zeal and think about when the Seahawks won the Super Bowl. That's what it was downtown. It was like electricity. I didn't go down there. I stayed up here on the hill. But there was a mob of people filled with this excitement that they'd never experienced before. With that in mind, you have a little flavor of what it must have been like when Jesus made his great entrance into Jerusalem. Not maybe as many people as down in, for this, in Seattle for the Seahawks, but certainly a lot of people, a large crowd, and they were all crying out, Hosanna in the highest, which means save now. Save now. They were trembling with excitement. Lazarus, they had seen or heard about Lazarus being raised. Not raised the same day he died as the son of the widow of Nain, or the same day that died the daughter of Jairus, but four days dead, where the corruption is set in. Even leaders saw that, but they couldn't deny what happened. But they were furious because people were leaving the Jews and following, being followers of Jesus. And so Jesus is riding upon the colt of an ass, a donkey. He's coming in as David on a donkey, coming in as king. But the people misinterpreted it. They thought he was coming in as the king of Jerusalem, an earthly king, a mighty king. But Jesus was trying to tell him, I'm not this king you think I am. Now, if Father Michael was coming in, it would be a mighty steed, maybe a war chariot all decked out. 
But that's not the way our Lord chose. He chose the path of humility. And this humility we will see played out all of Holy Week. The people didn't know who they had in their midst. They thought it was going to be an earthly, he was going to be an earthly king and set them free. And he would reign over them. He would fight their battles for them. He would be at their every whim to make sure that their life was comfortable. They didn't know who was in their midst. The Samaritan woman at the well, when Jesus was talking to her, she said, yes, I know the Messiah is coming. She didn't understand that that was God himself when he said, I am. She didn't know who was truly in her midst. Martha, that we heard yesterday at Lazarus, the uh, liturgy of the Lazarus Saturday. When she came and Jesus was coming to see Lazarus in the tomb, she was saying, oh, Master, if you would have been here earlier, he would not have died. And he says, do you not believe, you know, the resurrection? Yes, I know we'll all be raised at the last day. She did not realize that it was resurrection himself standing in her midst. And these people today in our reading did not understand that it was the Messiah in their midst. And this caused quite an uproar. Because now we have the Jewish leaders wanting to put Jesus to death and Lazarus as well because of what happened as a result of Lazarus. This Jesus had to be done away with. They didn't know who he was. And so they played the angle of an earthly king. And they presented him to Pilate as an earthly king. As a competitor against Caesar. We have no king but Caesar, they say. And so Pilate would use that case of treason against him in order to put him on the cross. They didn't know who was in their midst. Do we know who's in our midst? Are we, you and I, Still looking for that earthly liberator, that earthly king, that super president, that wonderful king of some nation to lead us? Are we still looking for that? Someone that's going to do our bidding? Someone that's going to allow us to live our ideology the way we want to live our ideology? Are you still looking for that? It's not coming. The one that's in our midst is not bringing us an earthly kingdom. He told Pilate, my kingdom is above. I, this is not, the earthly kingdom is not my kingdom. Do we want an earthly king? Or do we want a king that's going to sanctify us? 
that's going to make us holy, that's going to redeem us, that's going to bring us about our salvation? Do we want a kingdom that can already be on earth inside of us, in our very heart, where Christ should reign? Jesus says, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Elsewhere, the kingdom of heaven is within you. It's within your midst. I am the kingdom of heaven. And as we live out these liturgical services, we are participating in a foretaste of the heavenly kingdom. What kind of king do you want? We're here celebrating a heavenly king because we know what they did not know. We know that he is true God and true man. And he has come to give liberty to the captives and the forgiveness of sins to all and a new life in him. Do you believe this? Yesterday morning, we talked about how many times in our gospel reading about the raising of Lazarus does Jesus, or is the word believed, used? Do you believe? Do you believe? I say this so you can believe, Jesus says. He's saying that to us today as well. Do you believe that it is the king of kings that's on that donkey this morning that we've we celebrated? If so then let's not throw down our earthly coats and clothing, but let our hearts be the garments by which we lay down before our risen Lord. We are clothed into Christ. Let us bow down before Him as He comes in our midst. And if we believe it, it should affect every aspect of our lives. If we believe it, when we come into the temple, we should be trembling with excitement and fear of God because He's in this church Right now, this is holy ground. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Save us now. You have come in the name of the Lord. The King of Israel. The King of peace. Emmanuel is in our midst. But he's not come in the way the world expects him to come. But he comes in the greatest humility. In the first three days of the great uh, of Holy Week, starting tomorrow, we will have the icon of extreme humility. Of God in the flesh allowing himself to be spat upon. To be whipped and scourged and put to death. But he does this willingly and with an open heart because he knows what it will bring about. Let us show our gratitude and love for the great gift that he's about to bestow on us again. That we renew every year during Holy Week where it culminates at the great resurrection. Let us fall down and worship, and with the children speak the songs of praise. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord.
He has not only come, but He is here now in our midst.